The Witcher, Last Wish, Chapter 3, Part 5. Section 10. Section 10, subsection <laughs> 4.32, 4. <laughs> subsection, subsection, subtext, point three five yellow blue. Under 3H912. Page 104. Daddy! Marilka nagged monotonously. When are we going to the market? To the market, Daddy! Quiet, Marilka, grunted the calderman, which is not the voice I gave him before. No, you didn't. Yeah. But I'm sorry, I heard Quiet, you. Marilka, grunted the calderman. That wasn't it either. What was it? What uh, was his? It's not even close to either of those. I like the first one better, though. Quiet, Marilka. You like his, like, plus ultra. Yeah, exactly. Wiping his plates with his bread. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, talk. He's gonna eventually become All Might. Yep. <laughs> they all do. <laughs> so, what were you saying, Geralt? They're leaving? Yes. I never thought that it would end so peacefully. They had me by the throat with that letter from Auden. I put on a brave face, but I'll tell you, I couldn't do anything to them. Mm -hmm. Even if they openly broke the law, started a fight? Even if they did. Auden's a very touchy king. He sends people to the scaffold on a whim. I've got a wife, a daughter, and I'm happy with my office. I don't have to worry where the bacon will come from tomorrow. It's good news that they're leaving. But how and why did it happen? Daddy! I want to go to the market. Lebouchet, take Marilka away. Geralt, I asked Centurion, the Golden Court's innkeeper, about that Novogradian company. They're quite a gang. Some of them were recognized. Yes. Do you know where you are? Because I don't actually don't see an opportunity for us yeah, to get into that. Yeah, that one. <coughs> you... <laughs> are in a dark tale. Spookiest of tales. And here, there'll be the spookiest of dragons. There, Yeah, that's true, actually. That's, we nailed, that's the best intro we've ever yeah, done for dark really tales. Um, her, this girl's name is killing me. Maroka? Maroka. Get the man a glass of Maroka! <laughs> Every time you said Maroka, I have struggled to not die of laughter. I'm trying to remember where they put Maroka in the show. Because she does appear. I just don't remember where. Does she appear suddenly? I think she actually might be the orphan girl who escorts Geralt to the Calderman. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure, that though. That sounds right. Let's say it is. Because this you is the what? town where that happens. Let's irrefutably say that's when you pick that up you risk creating like feedback on your mic that's what I was trying to move it <laughs> so it didn't sorry hold on try not to rub the point where it, yeah yeah that's what yeah. I was yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw where it was and I was like I I'm swear gonna, to god I'm gonna everyone listening what we're doing is not in any way inappropriate we're talking about microphone receivers wrong <laughs> yeah there's no sexual innuendo here all right, let's get back into it. Yeah, let's go. Um, I, welcome back to Dark Tales, oh, yeah. by the way. 
Um, How's everybody been? For the first time in a long time, we're, we're back in our, our little studio back space. Um, unfortunately, there won't be any video for this one because our camera is malfunctioning, but... <laughs> sucks for you guys. No, <laughs> sucks for you. Can't be here to watch us sit in chairs. Um, yeah, th yeah, this video would have been riveting too. I have a cactus shirt on. Oh my! And now goodness. you can't see it. You can only hear me talk about it. It's you can great. only hear. You can only hear the. You can only shirt. hear the cactus shirt. <laughs> you can't see it. Red <sighs> cacti are green. <laughs> You're welcome. The one with the gash across his face is no horn. Uh, Ag Abergard's old adjutant. Wow, that was a mouthful. Adjutant. <laughs> there was a lot of enunciation. Yeah, there was a lot of enunciation, as necessary, more than I'm used to. From the so-called Free Angren Company. You'll have heard of them. That Hulk they call 15 was one of theirs, too. And I don't think his name comes from the 15 good deeds he's done. The half-elf is Sivril. A brigand and professional murderer. Apparently, he had something to do with the massacre at Treedom. Where? Treedom. Didn't you hear of it? <clears throat> Everyone was talking about it three? Yes, three years ago. The Baron of Treedom was holding some brigands in the dungeon. Their comrades, one of whom was that half-blood Sivril, seized a river ferry full of pilgrims during a the Feast of Nis. They demanded the Baron set those others free. The Baron refused, so they began murdering pilgrims, one after another. By the time the Baron released his prisoners, they'd thrown a dozen pilgrims overboard to drift with the current. And the following and following the deaths, the Baron was uh, in danger of exile or even execution. Some blamed him for waiting so long to give in and others claimed he committed a great evil in releasing the men, in setting a pre precedent or something. The gangs should have been shot from the banks, together with the hostages, or attacked on the boats. He shouldn't have given an inch. At the tribunal, the Baron argued he had no choice. He chosen the lesser evil to save more than 25 people, women and children, on the ferry. Tradem ultimatum, whispered Geralt. Mithri. What? Keldeman, the marketplace. Oh wait, no, I don't think that's me. Is it me? Yeah. I don't think that's. Yeah, me. no, it's you. It's you. Oh well, I already said it. Go. Oh. You're, you're next. <laughs> what? Is this me too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Yep. Right. Yep. <clears throat> she deceived us. They're not leaving. They'll force Stregobor out of his tower as they force the Baron of Tredemann's hand. Or, they'll force me to... They're going to start murdering people at the market. It's a real trap. By all the gods, where are you going? Sit down! Marilka, terrified by the shouting, huddled keening in the corner of the kitchen. I told you! Lebouchet shouted, pointing to the Witcher. Is Lebouchet a woman? Oh, I, I, I... Yeah, I think so. I feel like Lebouchet's a woman. I told you! Lebouchet! Oh, Lebouchet <laughs> shouted, pointing to the Witcher. I said he only brings trouble. Yeah, she's a woman. She's a woman. Yeah. 
Silence, woman. Geralt, sit down. That's you. Oh, right. <clears throat> yes, it is. We have to stop them. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I mean, whatever you gotta do, man. Right now, ugh, he's gone. Right now, <clears throat> right now, before people go to the market, what is it? I don't know. What is going on? Geralt's on holiday. <laughs> this isn't Geralt speaking right now? And call the guards as the gangs leave the end, seize them, and hold them. Be reasonable. We can't. We can't touch a hair on their heads if they've done nothing wrong. They'll defend themselves and there'll be bloodshed. They're professionals. They'll slaughter my people. And it'll be my head for it if word gets back to Awadin. I'll gather the guards, go to the market, and keep an eye on them there. That won't achieve anything, Calderman. If the crowd's already in the square, you can't prevent panic and slaughter. Renfrey has to be stopped right now, while the marketplace is empty. It's illegal. I can't permit it. It's only a rumor. The half-elf... Was it freedom? You could be wrong. It would flay me alive. We have to take the lesser evil. Geralt, I forbid it. As aldermen, I forbid it. Leave your sword. Stop! Marilka was screaming, her hands pressed over her mouth. It's like screaming with somebody's hands pushed over your mouth, yeah. I guess. Oh, well, well, right. Not a lot going on in that bit of the, the chapter. No, but we uh, we actually should take this opportunity, since we have a sparse uh, segment. We have a short, short Yeah, to talk section. about to talk about what's going on up to this point. It's complicated. Yeah, more than a little bit. And there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of hubbub. So it's been a little bit since you and I have recorded a Witcher episode. Obviously, everybody else is fair, fair to cot, right? Everybody else is is on on they time. They should be. Yeah. At least. They should be. So let's let's talk for a minute about what's going on up to this point, and and like reaffirm ourselves in the story. All right. So we have Geralt with Astriga and Wisem. Yes. Where uh, he saves the princess, she bites a hole in his neck, uh, he nearly dies. It's a bite or slash? Totally unimportant detail. She might slash? I think it's a slash. Yeah, I, think, I think she, she does, cuts, yeah. yeah. In, the, in, in, in the show, she bites him. We talking about the show? We talking about the book? Um, both, perhaps. Alright, well. Um, <laughs> the... Fine. <laughs> The way that that whole arc is portrayed in the show is uh, fairly incorrect. Yeah, it's kind of weird how they do it in the show. Like it, it even even without context of the book, it feels kind of weird. Yeah, and it, more than a little bit, it feels sort of like a throwaway. Yeah. Um, uh, and I they feel like it, I feel like, well, even actually, I'll counter. Even in the book, it feels kind of like throwaway. I know there's a lot that builds up to it. Yeah. But once it gets there, I feel like it's it's just to kind of humanize Geralt a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's just to kind of like, all right, he doesn't kill 
everything. Well, I, I don't know if I don't know if humanize is the word as much as um, not demonize. <laughs> I would say ratify uh, or rectify or ratify who he is as a person, like more to to reinforce for us who he is as a person because. Okay. Like, it seems at the start like, oh, he just kills monsters. Yes. And then the next impression of him we get is, oh, he'll do anything for money. Right. Right? Uh, and that he doesn't care as long as the monster dies. Um, and then we get the, the little instance at the, the manor with the bear man and uh, the vampire. Right? right. Like, we had we had that little instance go on. Uh, Nevelyn. Right. Uh, and then... We get the the build up here in uh, I can't Blaviken. Yes. Uh, and then of course we had the the small interludes at um, the the temple of I can't remember her name. Yeah. But uh, but at the at, at the, the temple, temple, yeah. Close enough. Um, where we we know that at that point he's already met Yennefer. Yes. Um, and then there, there is uh, some other infl- implication about uh, Cyrilda as well, um, but right. very, very like passing fancy about Cyrilda. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are only familiar with the game, Cyrilda is Ciri's full name. Uh, now we're building up to this uh, this history with Stregobor, um, and Stregobor we find out later on is actually a part of the council that assigns the wizards to the different kingdoms. Or at least oh, at one point Yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. I was like, that... Because uh, I was trying to remember. I was like, I, he sounded familiar. But I couldn't, like... Because you don't, like... You kind of get a little bit of his past in the book. Yeah. Up until this point, but not really. Um, so that's why he sounded familiar. We're actually... Are we almost halfway done? No, we're not. We're only 30% of the way done. That's crazy. Uh, well, according to Kindle, we are 107 pages into 281. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, given that there are probably some like filler pages at the end, like there is with Howl's Moving Castle, we can assume we probably have about 120 pages left to go. Right. So, um, now we're we're leading up to this point where he's we we see that Geralt's weakness. Is he has two weaknesses, and that is innocence and women. And if ever those two cross, he he's almost always completely fucked. Yeah, well, innocence in a weird way, because it's it's more like it's ig- innocent ignorance, arrogance. Sorry, not a- ig- in. I can't talk. Ignorance, not ignorance. It's arrogance. And uh, we kind of touched on this. His arrogance. Right. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, the two things he lets his guard down around the most are women and innocence. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, when the the little girl transformed from from Astriga back into a little girl, he let down his guards, and then she gashed him. Got his shit fucked up. (laughs) More than a little bit, yeah. like that's putting it lightly, but yeah. So she, she, she just full-on bodied Geralt, uh, and then every time after that that we see that he's 
encountered some sort of hardship, it's almost always explicitly because of a woman. Yes. So the... <laughs> Can't you relate, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> the internet. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, so the... Because we, we did talk about how Geralt is, is most definitely an apex predator. Yeah. He moves very slowly and deliberately. He doesn't use words that are unnecessary. Everything he does, and the way that Henry Cavill portrays it, is excellent. Yeah, very well done, for sure. Um, but he, he is in complete and total control of his environment. And he, he knows how to control his environment. So what he never expects is to not be in control of his right, environment. Right, not to have the situation. Well, and we even we even note here that um, it's different from the show. Like they took Calderman, the the alderman of the town, completely out of uh, the show. Yeah, and Geralt sleeps in the woods, and rather than tricking him about like what she's gonna do. She just drugs him in the show. Right. And in this, she made him believe she was going to leave so that he wouldn't follow her. And he believed her. And now we're dealing with this potential now massacre. Some, now there's some hubbub happening. Yeah. Um. On that note, just this isn't actually like talk about the book. I wonder why that is. Like, you think it's just like timing? Like that it's too complicated to have that other character and that plot point in the show that it just would be too much time wasted. Well, something that I've noticed actually is that they pretty much eliminated all characters who have a history from Geralt with Geralt in the show unless their their meeting happens in the show. Interesting. I, I wonder why like what the uh well, like the whole thing, I mean, the whole it's thing. It's gotta be a time-saving thing, right? I would presume so. Um, but the whole thing that happens in Wisem, like, was they use that as an excuse to introduce Triss Marigold, which nobody even fucking realized because it was such a a passing fancy of a message, and she looked nothing like any of the portrayals of the characters. Yeah. So everybody was just like, "What? Wait, what? Triss was in the show? Fucking where?" <laughs> We only hear her name twice in the entire show. Wait, she's the, the she's the curly-headed yeah, yeah, woman yeah. in the green dress uh, in Wizum. Huh. Weird. Super weird. <laughs> everything about that was weird. Like <laughs> everything about the choices made therein yeah. was weird. Huh. Yeah, that's why adaptations are. It's rough. Like I. You can't even really. It's so hard to, to to compare it. It's like there's there's seldom been a uh uh wait I just said the word where did the word go why can't I think of the word what what's it called when they make something off of something else adaptation adaptation I literally just said that. <laughs> My my brain was like, here's the word you need. Ah, no, it's gone now. <laughs> Seldom has there been an adaptation, remembered it, that has either met the quality of the source material or, like, exceeded it. Like, just right. so, so, so rare. And I get a lot of, like, because you can't 
be as accurate with film and television because you have physical and just time restraints. Well, I mean, like, they did a perfect job with Aragon. Like, that was a perfect adaptation from the book to the movie. I feel like you're lying. I, I am. Oh, okay. I am. It was terrible. Yeah. I wonder, that's probably why I didn't do it's, well in it. <laughs> it was probably the biggest fiasco in uh, f- film, book to film ever. That? Like, ever, <sighs> ever. It wasn't even a good movie either. No. Like, the movie no. itself. Because, like, sometimes you have... Because, like, uh, Doom. Right. Doom. Not a great... I mean, I don't know how you could really make a great representation of Doom. Like, it's... I mean, it's got a pretty, it's got a pretty dense lore to it fair You'd be surprised. but i just been like as far as like the video game goes but you mean something something faithful to the source material yeah, of yeah, the game yeah. yeah no it would be hard to do it's hard to do that with games first of all people can't double jump right well well have they tried i've tried <laughs> well maybe you're just not and the, the chosen I, one i can't double jump well maybe you're just not that special doom guy who can double jump I, I'm not. Anyways, like that's a fun movie. Like that's I wouldn't say it's great, but that's a fun. I I beg good to differ. Movie. The Rock and Carl Urban in a movie together I, where they we, kill <laughs> they kill zombies. Like we I've, need more of them together. We, Carl Urban. And, we need more of Carl Urban. Period. 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 He just needs to be Carl Urban in is movies. a god. Bottom line. Period. Send he's, it. He's been popping up in ads for like a I think it's a Star Trek game, and I'm like. I'm never gonna play this game, but I'm, I'm gonna watch your ad, sir, because you're in it. <laughs> it's like I watch everything with Carl Urban in it. Oh, you watch all his movies? No, no. Everything, everything with Carl Urban in it, whether everything. it's his ads. I watched his Snapchat stories. His Snapchat's not public. Yeah, it was really hard to get. All right. <laughs> I'm his mother. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's like. Uh, Doom was a was a good independent standalone, but most of these most of these series they try and replicate their source material and improve upon it for film, right. and they do awfully. And it's not like Aragon had a small budget. Aragon's budget was huge. Oh really? I didn't know. And they and they just they just it, yeah. Absolutely. I guess you're right because like they had a pretty decent cast for that time. It was like early two thousands, and like the CGI wasn't terrible. It wasn't amazing, but it wasn't terrible. No, but the acting was. The writing was. <laughs> yeah, like the, the all it across always, the board. It's always crazy to me when you have an ab- adaptation and like the source materials, it has good writing. And then you have an adaptation of it and the dialogue, and, and maybe it's just because it's like it, that doesn't transfer. You know, like it's not... Like, it sounds good in your head when you're reading the narration. I, there, I don't, like, because that, there that was, happens. There was a guy on YouTube who used to do uh, a series that would sh- take... Uh, uh, you know, we, we should do this. Should we? Because that guy doesn't make videos anymore, so we could we could pick up the torch. A lot of the old gods don't make videos anymore. I know. I like to pretend Ray William Johnson doesn't make videos anymore. Ray William Johnson died. <laughs> a long time ago. A long time ago. That man... Died in a fiery plane crash. Yeah, and then some weird Called clone. Called Hannah. Hannah. I can't think of her name. Anna Canna. Anna Canna. Yeah, yeah. That that man died in a fiery plane crash. Okay, so hang on, real Titled quick. Titled Hannah Canna 
No hate on Hannah Akana. Anna Akana. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever she is. <laughs> no hate on her. A lot of hate on her, actually. No, no. No hate on her. She's I have. Ter- she's terrible. That's not my point. <laughs> All right. It's the death of Ray William Johnson that we're talking about her right. here. So, for those of you guys who don't know, Ray William Johnson used to be the most famous YouTuber on the platform. Let's say subscribed YouTuber. No, he like he he was. Let's say subscribed. But watched as well, which means he was the most famous. I just famous <laughs> is a famous is a loose term. Okay. Okay. He was the most well-known YouTuber. All right. I'll, for a long time. I'll, and he made a series called Equal Three, where he would review three funny viral videos every month. It's so crazy that that's used. To, that's what. That's how used to YouTube used to work. Yeah. You had you had random bullshit videos <laughs> that were just people uploading stupid shit. Yeah. That would go viral, and then you had people watching well, those videos. And, and now, and now you have, and now you have all of these companies in India that bought up all of those old like clips. And now they go around and copyright claim yeah. all of these videos that have the clips in them. I'm wild, like, this is just wild. insane. Like, it's, it's the wild, wild west on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, no, we're past the wild, wild west. Now we're into like the, the point. Oh, no, where, no, you're right. No, this is like the industrial revolution. Yeah. 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 We're, that was the wild, like, that was the wild, wild west yeah. leading into now. Now it's the industrial revolution and we're all just working in factories for, Little bits of cotton to feed to our family. We're working uh, in fa- factories for IGN. <laughs> <laughs> but at the turn of the century, it was the companies that would become IBM. And now it's IGN. Now it's IGN, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, but he, he, made, a, he made a funny web series. Um, him and another guy called Toby Turner, who went by Tobuscus, were like the, the, big, the big two at the time. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they just faded off. Well, yeah, RDBJ faded off. Because he died. Because he's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Toby. Poor that Toby, got, he got ran out of town. He that, got, that he got, got, he got Butcher of Blaviken out of town. That man got fucking wrecked in the, just, like, multiple times. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. <laughs> Speaking of the Butcher of Blaviken. <laughs> right, getting back to it. Um, what were we talking about that got us to here? Uh, adaptations. Right. And then so, you were talking about a guy who does a series, and I said the old gods don't make series anymore. Right. Okay, so what, what he used to do is he would take and show uh, how easy it is to adapt the dialogue from books into real-world oh, speech. Good. Like, he'd show how awkward it is in films like Aragon. Yeah. And then he would show how they easily could have fixed it with better dialogue. And a lot of times the dialogue is just the dialogue straight from the books. Well, that's what I'm saying. That was my point. I'm like, because I like even even in this Witcher series, like some of the dialogue's a little choppy. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um, like you have, I mean, there's been a ton of books that have been adapted. I know a lot of people, and I'm outing myself right now. A lot of people shit on the Twilight book series, but it's not half bad. Like it's it's written for teenagers. But like, it's not terrible writing. It, it's it's written for teenagers. The movies, however, are more than half bad. They're they're shit ass. They're terrible. They're trash. Like, <laughs> it, they're not good movies at all. Well, the characters were, are 
terrible. They, they were also designed to pander to the lowest common denominator. But I mean, they're, it's worse than that, though. Like, <laughs> that, the books were also. <laughs> and they're. They're not half bad. Also meaning they are half bad, but there was, point being. There was a guy who had a YouTube channel where he made all of his songs off the scoffs and sighs of, uh, <laughs> of Christian Stewart. That's so funny. I love that <laughs> so much. But, but like, that's like, the dialogue is goofy in the books, but it's terrible. God fucking awful in the movies. Just shit. Just terrible. Awful. Yeah. Horrible. Shouldn't be written. And yet... Well, and even even in Lord of the Rings, which you, the books and the films are masterpieces, there are some points in the, in the films where they change the dialogue from what's said in the books, and he even showed, he's like, everybody remembers this. This is awesome. This is great. The dialogue's so awkward. Well, it's probably because it didn't translate well from the book, right? And then he went and he goes and he reads the dialogue from the book yeah. in character. And he's like, oh, wait, the dialogue from the book worked fucking perfect. Why did we change this? Yeah, there, and maybe there's something deeper that we're just not privy to. That, I like, mean, it's possible. That they, but... that they have to for some reason or another. But when you have a great piece of work that you... It's literally written out for you. Like, you just have to t- take that. How full of shit do you have to be to think you can improve upon Tolkien? That's my point, you know? <laughs> and again, Which I'm not, say- I'm I not always... saying I could do it better, but I'm also not saying I could do it worse than I that. Always, <laughs> I always find it funny when, like, these teeny boppers on fucking TikTok... That was like, oh, we need to con- critique Tolkien. I'm like, are you qualified? I don't no, no, think no, that on. you are. Hold on. No, no. First of all, fine. What are your critiques? <laughs> uh, it's usually, the critiques of Tolkien are usually about, like, representation. Sexism. And se- but sexism. Well, which I find interesting. So we're going to talk about it. We're, we're getting way off track here, but we're going to no, talk not. about this for a second. <laughs> uh, no, we're not. We're, 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 we read the book. This is the part of the podcast where we don't do anything about the book. <laughs> <laughs> so right. where, what people usually tell you is that the, the women don't seem real, right? Like they don't seem very human and they're, they don't pass. I, there's a test. I don't remember what the test is called. Crazy thing. They're not. Right. Uh, which is a fair point um, <laughs> that most of them don't consider. But there's this test, right, that talks about whether or not a book represents women well, or a story represents women well, and it's, um, do they have five, or a film, or something, I don't know, do they have five minutes or five pages of screen time where they don't talk about men, um, they're not helping men, or they're not serving some means of the men, um, and, like, it goes over their character development, all of these other things, and I'm like, okay, well, first of all, to complain about the women in Lord of the Rings is a massive jump because one of them, Gladriel, uh, the queen of the elves, right. is like by and large one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful characters in the book. Right. And then you have uh, Arwen, who is one of the most badass warriors in the book, period. The, the one that uh, kills... No. no, 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 no. Uh, that's, that's, the, what's, that's what's... Yeah, um, it's the yeah. princess. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah you're right, you're right. My bad. Daughter of the king. Sorry, it's been a long time since I've watched the movies. 
And I've never read the book. Yeah, so. she literally mm-hmm. sends all five fucking uh, screaming oh, kings. Oh yeah, that's right. Running. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, she's the the el- elven yeah. princess. That's yeah. Like she yeah. literally she literally washes all five of them downstream with a fucking massive water spell. And then the the next one that we get is the uh, the, the the I can't remember her name. Yeah. But the uh, I, like, the I one can't... that takes out. Yeah, the one that takes out uh, the the general of Sauron. Yeah. Who? Yeah, like she straight up tanks his ass, and I'm like, okay. No, isn't it actually Sauron? No, no, she doesn't kill Sauron. She kills his main general. Am I tripping? You are. Sauron doesn't get Sauron doesn't get resurrected. In You're Lord right. of the Rings. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sauron is gone before Lord of the Rings. You're right. You're right. You're right. Frodo's the one who pokes out his eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was my bad. I misremembered. <laughs> but, yeah. but regardless, a, 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 this a, this dude who is wiping the floor of other... With literally everybody. Yeah. Yeah, he, he fucking bodies Gimli and Legolas. Right. Yeah. Female character takes him now. Yeah. And exactly. that happens in the book. That happens in the That's book. That's not rewritten for the movies. Not rewritten for the movies. Okay. Yeah. What's the problem? They're not human enough. What does that mean? I don't fucking know. What does that mean? I guess what do you I, want? I guess I guess the male characters get a lot more character development. But there there's also a reason for that. And and like I, I okay, so I understand where people's criticism comes from. Okay. Okay. And and I'm gonna explain it to you real quick, and then we can both agree how fucking dumb it is. Alright, I love that. Okay. So Tolkien Maybe even Tolkien even addressed this when he was still alive. He he hardly had any interaction with women in his life. Okay. You know, he he fought in World War II, you know, like and and all of the rest of the time he was in male dominated spaces. Right. So every human being other than his mother and his wife and I think one childhood friend that he he knew, they were all men. Yeah. And so all of the women in his life, he glorified and lifted up, like he lifted up his mother and and his and his wife, which is why these characters ended up being the way that they were, right? The only way that he knew how to write women was to be like, wow, they're super incredible and I like them a lot. So what what people's criticism is, is they're like, oh, that may be the case, but we still need to talk about it so that we can prevent future writers from writing that way. And that's still fucking stupid to me. First of all, you're not going to tell me how to write. Yeah, they're trying. You're not going to... If I want to write characters that way, fuck you. <laughs> I'm so, like, it's... I, I know a lot of people don't talk about it this way, but writing is an art form. Yeah. It's subjective. Mm-hmm. So if if that's my reality, that's how I want to write something. I, that's, you're, yeah, I'm not saying you have to like it. See, that's the beautiful thing. That's the thing that I hate that people... Hate's a strong word. Loathe. Stronger word. About people is that they're so caught up in their own little minds, their own little realities, that they can't step back for a second and realize, hey, you know what? I don't like this. And you know what that does? Nothing. You know who that affects? Me. You know what I should do? Stop consuming that thing. Yeah, that would be the smart thing to do. 
it's literally that simple though that's the problem like it's not this complicated process that people like we need to talk about it too that's cool again i like discussion i like talking about things well and then the other i take that back actually i like talking about things with certain people that I, matter I, and I, that go places well, well i just i just like no because I'll, I'll have arbitrary conversations about stuff I do like having fruitful and like thought-provoking. When was the last time that we had an arbitrary conversation, other than this one? <laughs> I was like, I, "What are we doing right now?" <laughs> right. I mean, but but all of our conversations end up having this sort of context. Well, yeah, but the 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 point is, is like, you well, stop. Here's here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. People blame Tolkien for racism being in. Uh, like fantasy writing too because Dungeons and Dragons was inspired by oh, Tolkien's writings obviously uh, and Tolkien's couldn't, couldn't have it any other way Tolkien's depictions of trolls and um, bro. orcs bro bro hang on the, the Tolkien's depictions of trolls and orcs <sighs> is supposedly based off of um, depiction well he describes orcs as having Mongol-like features, right? Like wide, like wide-brimmed noses right. and whatnot. Um, and because of that language, people take that as like, oh, he intended it to be racist. And I'm like, or the Mongol hordes of China ravaged the world for like a good 250 fucking years. And maybe... Just maybe he was like, hey, basing these characters off of the Mongols would be a pretty cool thing. Right. Because people 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 forget that in the context of the time period, like everybody's like, oh, it's 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 the bad word. Like, I'm not going to say it, but it's the bad word. Right. I'm like, kind of, maybe. Because, like, if you think about it in the context of the time, like, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody in fucking, I don't know, the year 700 was like, oh, man, I hate them Chinese. I think most of the people who had any interaction with people from China were either like, wow, these people make really pretty art and really great clothes and armor. And then the other people who had interactions with people from China were like, Oh my god, the Mongol hordes are coming. They're going to rape and murder all of our women and children and burn down our village. Right. Like, I feel like people forget that that's the context that history happened in. And it wasn't always like we sat across from each other through screens and were like, hmm, I hate people from this area of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and the, <laughs> other, the other, like, super just... I don't even know the word for it. It's just like it. That was a long moment of silence. Sorry, I, <laughs> I, I, I I got sidetracked in my mind. <laughs> like I was trying to think of a word. Like just 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 as a side note, like we definitely need to encourage writers to include more cultures from around the world. But also, we don't. There's not an environment where you can do that. Because if I, if I, as a, as, a, as a white European, were to write about Asian mythology, well, I'd get torn apart. That's the point, though. That's, that right there is the point. It's like, how do you do that? Like, how do you do that without... 
without getting hate. You either you either don't include it and you're not being inclusive, well, or you do include it and you did it wrong. And that's why the whole thing is. And like I'm a, not trying to complain. Well, but but, the, but, but that's a, the question. The, the whole thing is a paradox, and only stupid people talk about this. Like only stupid people talk about this as though it's a probability. Right. Legitimately, no. only really really stupid people talk about this as though it's something that Just can happen. Cat, yeah. <laughs> right, because we're we're, yeah, well, no, we're no, 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 I'm no, not no. saying we're not stupid. <laughs> I'm just, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But like only stupid people go like, oh, we need to include more different cultures and ethnicities from around the world, and then go, oh, only people from that culture or ethnicity can write about that. Right. Because what the, here's what you here's what you're saying. Or right. Sex. Here's what you're saying is you're saying that let, let, let's use let's use the example of sex. You're saying okay, we need more we need more female writers in film. Right. Okay. Well, what if there aren't any? Right. Are we then going to go into women's homes, force them into journalist and writing school, teach them teach them uh, teach them script theory? And and classical classical writing theory and teach them how to well, well, how to, how to I, structure I, a script then I, then by then, force. Then uh, uh, you know, devil's advocate comes at you with, we need to encourage them to come into these places. Okay, but everywhere, and then and then I will respond to you. Everywhere in the world, with there are very few places. Everywhere in the world where they have encouraged societies to do things that they're not already doing, they get farther away from doing that thing. Right. Like if 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 there look, I strongly encourage you. If you're a woman and you're and you're listening to this, or you're a man, you're listening to this, or you're anywhere in between and you're listening to this, and you want to write, fucking go out and do it. Don't expect people to like it just because you are who you are. You have to learn to write well for people to like it. Yeah. But if you want to do it, I'm not encouraging you to go out and write. I'm encouraging you to go out and get good at writing, and then write something good. Good call to action. If you want, if you want more, if you want more women or or African Americans or Africans or Hispanics in writing, and you are said, and you are said group, I encourage you to get good at it and go out and do it. See, that's I love that because uh, that's not, like you hear people all the time, like we need more. Man, my levels are so much lower than yours. That's crazy. Sorry, I might actually have your microphone from last time. Oh, and yours, yours might yeah. be turned down. I think that's what I think that's what's going on right Because I was looking at, I'm like, man, my levels are so they don't exist. Like, is so, my audio so coming through? Lift it, lift it up a little bit and point it towards your face. That's what I was doing. Is that yeah. better? Maybe. There I don't go. know. They're still no. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah wow, that's see? so well. Yeah. Now you guys can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have been a part of this podcast the entire time. Um, but you have people that I, I just I love people. He said sarcastically, if you couldn't hear it dripping off my words, I love people that go, there's a problem. You should fix it. Which is what? In- instead of going, there's a problem or not saying anything at all, because don't point out a problem you're not going to fix or provide solutions. Which to. is exactly what you should do. If you do not have a solution to a problem, you have no right to bitch about it or demand people fix it. Or, or if you're, you, you may not even, you don't need a solution. You should go try to fix it. Right. If you see a problem, either have a solution, bring that to the person who can fix let's, it, let's, or let's simplify. Go try to fix let's it. simplify. If there is a problem, and you are not going to be a part of the solution, shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
if you are not going to be involved in the solution in some way. And I don't mean raising which, awareness. Which, yeah, because that's not... Because that's, that's not helping. No, no, that's bitching. That's bitching. Which actually yeah. draws us right back into the book here. Okay. Yeah. Because the alderman did not have a solution to the problem. Right. <laughs> he was just there. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember what happened. Because that, that was, was so... That was a nice little wrap-up. It Thank was you. bumpy, but yeah, I Yeah, it was. It, it was. Yeah. But that, I'm, just, I'm just saying... I'm just saying... That just to, just to wrap us back into our thirty-minute rant. <laughs> yeah, but but <clears throat> bottom line is, if you if you want to see more of people who look like you or who are like you in a thing, you have to go and do it. You can't force people to do it. You can't you can't you can't strong arm people into doing it. I encourage every one of you to follow your passions, to get good at doing something, and to earn your place in the annals of history as someone who was excellent at that thing. Yeah. I want that for every single person who listens to this podcast and every single person who doesn't. But I'm not going to tell you you deserve to be there just because you were born. Well, you don't deserve anything. We don't deserve anything. I, I, I brought this up to somebody the other day. They got very upset that the natural state of man is homelessness, starvation, and fear. Yes. That is, that is what we are born with. And if we were to follow the rules of nature, that would literally be all we were allowed from birth. Right. So if we, if we are really just another thing that exists within nature, and we're not better than nature, we're not better than the animals we eat or the ground that we destroy to live on, if we're not better than those things then those three things are all we deserve from birth onward. And then the only things we get above that are the things that we earn and take for ourselves. That's how it should be. I, I mean, I, that's I'm, a little I, extreme. I'm not saying that's how it should be, but... I mentioned that to somebody the other day, and they got so upset about it. They were like, they're like, that's not very humanitarian. I'm like, guess what? The planet's not very humanitarian. I was like, that's somebody that doesn't want to actually do anything. They want someone to tell that. They want someone to give them everything. And then tell them what to do. Not even tell them what to do, because then you're controlling them, you misogynist. How Whoa, dare why you? Is How it? dare you? No, you're the misogynist, because your, your implication was that the person in this exchange was a woman. Well. You just assumed that the one <laughs> bitching was a woman. <laughs> How mean, dare you? I mean. <laughs> it was a woman. <laughs> like, not, that that's Im- not that that means anything. <laughs> but, but it was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get in trouble for this episode. All right, guys, that's going to be all for tonight. Where can they follow you, man? Oh, well, my address is... Oh, you mean on social media? Yeah, yeah. It's Sean A, N, 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 three N's, uh, S, E, A, N, another N. So that's four N's total. Wait, wait, hang on. <laughs> Actually, I had, I had, I posted a TikTok of... On TikTok? On TikTok, oh. yeah, it was on TikTok. What's your TikTok tag? Uh, at the, the Real Slim Music, okay. as a matter of fact. Right. Just in um, case they didn't know. Yeah, yeah, just in case. Um, I posted a TikTok reacting to a clip from the Fairy Godparents. The Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents. There yeah. we go. Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> where Cosmo. Oh my God. Yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Keep yeah. going. I know what you're talking the, about. The episode is the, an episode where they go to a planet where uh, Timmy had wished that his parents could be. Uh, happy on their own and like uh, or, or something I don't remember it was a long time but basically there's an entire planet of Timmy's dads right um, and they come to try and abduct Timmy's mom right and Cosmo's response is no you have the perfect society why would you want to add a woman to it <laughs> <laughs>
And it fucking killed me. I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. And it would be funny either way. That's oh, the thing. absolutely. Like if, like if Timmy's mom had come back and was like, we come for the individual that you, that you call dad. And then Wanda was like, why do you have a perfect society? Why would you want to add a man to it? Would still be fucking funny. Either way, that joke works. No, 100%. That's hilarious. Especially, it works better with the Cosmo thing, because Cosmo's an idiot. Yes. And he can't survive without Wanda, which right. makes the joke all the more funny to me. 100%. And I had somebody comment on that video, and she was so upset. She's like, she's like, dumbass, you're just trying to get permission to make misogynistic jokes? And I was like, do I, do I need permission? <laughs> I feel like the root of a misogynistic joke does not require permission. <laughs> To be that's made? A, that's a good point, actually. Uh, I haven't even thought of that. So, but I, but I was like, first I of all, first yeah, of all, this, kinda... first of all, this joke does not fall in that it's a kid's cartoon. So if you're right. offended by a children's cartoon, the problem might be you. But if, second of all, thank you for showing the entire class <laughs> what not to do. Thank you, Diane. That was a great point. I, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you made that. Thank you. <laughs> The, I, I'm sorry, if you're offended by anything, it's your fault. Offense comes from within. If It really does. If you're offended by literally anything, it's your fault. Yeah. You. No one can offend you. You can only be, be offended. offended. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I tell people that the, the contrast is like, you, you, nobody can force you to feel complimented. No. Like, you, somebody can pay you a compliment that you were like, hoping to get, and then that that feeling will hit you real fast and you can instantaneously decide to be complimented. But that's because at some place in your brain you had already decided that like, if somebody was like, damn, Smith, your ass looks good in those pants. At some point in that day, you were already like, damn, my ass looks good in these pants. Damn straight. And then if somebody else walked up and said it, you were like, oh, thank you so much. Like, my ass always looks good in those pants, by the way. Especially when they're mustard. Damn straight. But well, and, it's, and it's the same no, thing for being offended. Offended, feeling ashamed. Like, no one can make you feel shame. Right. If you feel shame about something, it's because you are ashamed of it. I, I cussed out a lady in my YouTube comments because she tried to make out a little thing that I said as being a big old, like, problem. Yeah. And, like, uh, we had a conversation, and for a minute I, like, tried to talk the conversation down, and she kept escalating it. So I finally I was like, you know what? If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be. And then I went back and I watched the video to find the line that she was talking about. Yeah. It was so fucking innocuous that I went back in to the I went back into the comments and I was like, I apologize. I was way too polite earlier. Get the fuck out of my comments and don't come back. I love the apology. Yeah, no, no, I was way too polite. I needed to apologize oh, for that. I love the apology. She did not deserve that level of politeness from oh, me. That's solid. I was I was I was way too kind. <laughs> and on that apologetic note I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us to a close here because we have now officially gone to like, off the rails it's been yeah. it's been at least 35 minutes <laughs> so I hope you guys are enjoying The Witcher with us and um, you can follow me on Black Dragon Tavern on all the things at Ann Sean A-N-N-N on Instagram from my brother over here yes, he does spectacular photographs I, I know how to press buttons and then you can get me at real slim Jesus on instagram and the tweeter um where i basically just bitch about people who play terrible decks on magic the gathering yeah so, sounds about right oh i have twitter too yeah i forget about twitter i like twitter real thick Jesus. two q's two q's it's better yeah. than instagram yeah i like twitter better i hate 
Twitter. I actually prefer Instagram. They're all terrible. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter's cancer for me. Like, and I follow. For I follow. I follow. Follow tabletop RPG. Right. As like a topic, and it's the worst. It's terrible. Well, that's <laughs> see, you're so that's it's so bad. That's dude. that's it. Look at this. I hate look, everything look, going look, on look, in the tabletop look RPG this, community this, right look now. Look at this. Real time example of you have a problem. <laughs> Dude, like a little. The solution <laughs> is obvious, my friend. <laughs> a little while back, there was this big old fucking thing on Twitter where, <laughs> like, somebody designed a battle wheelchair, and it was this cool little thing that should have, you know, gotten some attention, and then just like faded into the archives of history. Right. But a bunch of people were like, this is stupid. Like it's it doesn't make any. Why would they? Why would they have broken? Why would they have crippled legs if it's in the fantasy world? And like you can't afford the wheelchair because the wheelchair's build is too expensive and all of these other things. And I was like, all right, well that's fucking stupid. And then people on the other end went in the complete opposite direction. They were like, they're like, no, this wheelchair's the greatest thing ever. I'm putting it in every campaign I ever make. And then. The other people responded with like, "No, it's the stupidest thing!" Like they just got louder and louder and louder until eventually, like Matt Mercer and all the Critical Role people endorsed it. And they're like, "It's great!" And then it got printed into the, like the official Ravenloft shit. And I'm like, "This is so dumb! Like, how did this happen? <laughs> like, this is the stupidest fucking thing!" And that's why I hate tabletop RPG Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like I followed the whole thing. It's, I don't know why I did. I, I, it was just a train wreck. I couldn't stop watching. I was like, it sounds really annoying. <laughs> it was. And on that disappointing note, <laughs> uh, stay bloodthirsty, my friends, and remember, all hail the black dragons. We'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Live on the sound, my guy. Oh my gosh. For the first time in forever in a studio, too. It's been like, a cool, that's a thing. It's been a cool minute. Okay, I'm actually going to raise this up a bit and get it. So I'm not hitting my shoulder, but also so it's pointed more towards my face. But also away from all of my breathing. You don't Beautiful. Get, you don't get all your... <sighs> no, I would prefer if it didn't, actually. That's no fun. Um, so, you seem to be good. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to bully Faye. And this is for our listeners. Okay. I'm trying to bully Faye into doing these spooky buddy designs. Because I think they'd be spectacular, but she 
doesn't think that they'll get enough attention to justify going through and doing all of the designs. So only the people who listen to the end of the podcast are going to know this um, for right now. Huh? Marcus. Marcus, yeah. Marcus and Selena will know. Marcus, Selena, and Ray will know. Um, And they... So so essentially what they are is they're these little scarecrows. Yes. Right? They're these little cutesy scarecrows. You're explaining to the audience, not me, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're little cutesy scarecrows that like dress up as other things, but they do it poorly because they're scarecrows and they're in the middle of the cornfield or wherever they are. Right, they don't have opposable thumbs. Right, they all they have is hay for hands, um, so they're always haying it up. Hay for hands. Yeah, hay for hands. It'd be a good children's book. I don't know. It's just hay for hands with the spooky buddies. There you go. Oh my god, dude! I'm gonna write a children's book called Hay for Hands. Hay for hands. And it's gonna feature the spooky buddies. Sold. Sold. Dude, it's going to be all cute. It's going to be about friendship and stuff. And then the last page is going to be like, I have hay for hands, but it... Uh, I have hay for hands, and it's hard to do work. But Or, or it's hard to work... Hang on, hang on. I got, I'm going to get this. I'm gonna get <laughs> In this. the podcast. In the podcast. We're gonna, spo- spoiler for the end of the book. In the beginning of the podcast, which is actually the end of the podcast, because it's going to be our post-credit rant. Very confusing as to what just was said there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just say something while I'm thinking of this. Tell people about your day. <laughs> My day was great. Your day was Greg? Yeah, Greg. Oh. Old Greg. Old Greg. Okay, was old Greg. <laughs> I'm old Greg. <laughs> God, that that era of the internet. <laughs> this is Bailey's. This is Bailey's a bit bigger. <laughs> this is Bailey's a bit bigger. This is this Bailey's is Bailey's as close as you can get, get without getting, getting your eyes wet. <laughs> I have hay for hands, and even though my hands are hay. Wait, I have it. I have oh, okay. it. Okay, so so basically we go through the Spooky Buddies day, right? We start out with them like going out and like doing things. Doing scarecrow things. Doing scarecrow things. Doing things that scarecrows And do. then we just we just end it with, with I have hay for hands and now I've made my bed. But it doesn't really matter because someday we'll all be dead. Oh nice. Perfect. <laughs> it's a beautiful end, yeah, right? That's great. Ah. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> On that lovely note. <laughs> Let us get in to the business. We're on chapter 104, right? Uh, page, sorry, page, page, page. Approximately, yes. This is what mine looks like. Just tap it. Is the first word daddy? Yeah. Okay, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, this is the one I have to do the voices on. Yeah, bitch. Uh, I'm going to make her cockney. Daddy! <laughs> she is. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, all right. That was weird. <laughs> that was... I just <clears throat> muted myself out with that one. A moment of silence, if you please. <laughs> <laughs>